Praise the Lord. This is Prophet Pamela Witcher, Agape Deliverance Ministry, Headquarters International. To God be the glory. Glory. I'm back, y'all. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. Jesus is Lord. I decree and declare in the gates today, Father, in the name of Jesus. My scripture text is John 15 and 13. No greater love than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. What is my goal? To bring a world back to God. Elohim is his name. And to see the demonstration of the establishment of the kingdom of God. There's many people that follow other gods. And I'm making sure that everybody understands God's name is Elohim. He had many names. But in the beginning, the Lord God, which means Elohim, brothers and sisters. God is, as he told Moses, I am that I am. Brothers and sisters, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you now in the name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I bind and command all evil spirits in our presence and their effects, side effects, things, powerless and harmless, unable to come back through any opening to me, my presence, the presence of our homes, cars, lands, property, anything that belongs to us, Father, in the name of Jesus, those days of our life, in Jesus' holy name. We pray, amen, according to your word, John 14, 13, and 14. Brother God, brothers and sisters, we stand on the word of God today. Brothers and sisters, I must remind you that our behavior is not um, according to the will of God. Some of our behaviors, God is watching us, as I always say. He sits high, he looks low, he knows the very intent of our heart. And some of our behavior has been continuous from the uh, inside out. And brothers and sisters, just because it may be another year, another decade, it doesn't mean that all of us have changed, said the Lord. God gave me a word today. It was called, it's called egregious, E-G-R-E-G-I-O-U-S, which I've, I've heard before, but I think I may have used maybe once in my lifetime. So this is a, a word that it tells you about a person's behavior as an adjective, and it's extremely bad concerning, it's concerning the Christian way. It's, called, it's extremely bad in a way that is very noticeable. And what I have noticed myself in my walk with God is sometimes we may all want and jump on the same bandwagon, but interiorly, you know, our hearts are not the same. <clears throat> we still carry the same things that we have carried, may have carried, whether it be against God, whether it be against our brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, we need to check our character because in the end, um, God made us in his likeness and image. So therefore, God is the judge of all men and women. I'm just the messenger. And um, let me give you the definition of egregious behavior. It's very serious behavior. It's, flag it's flagrant. It's very, um, it's very serious. It's very uh, catastrophic. It's very critical. It's very dire. It's fatal. It's grave. It's, um, it's stiffness. It's like this, when you stiff-necked. When God called us stiff neck, that's what um, one of the definitions of being egregious in our behavior is. And so that we need to come back to God because God, he has called us great pretenders. We can pretend on the outside that we want a certain thing or we're going after God, but are we really pursuing God or are we pursuing things? But God knows the intention of our heart. And, um, we must realize that in this day and this hour is very dangerous. You know, it's very dangerous time. It's very dangerous uh, men and women um, of God that's out there. Everybody is, as God said, they would say, Lord, Lord. Of course, they would say, Lord, Lord, but they would not enter in because everybody wants to go to heaven, but uh, everybody does not want to pay the, the price. 
Um, behavior, it means behaviors that are staggering bad, obviously wrong. And it says that um, it's outrageous, it's gross, it's notorious, it's shocking. So this is not the characteristics of a Christian. This is not what we are supposed to. It's flagrant, it's glaring, you know, it's um, a egregious liar, which is a person that lies extremely badly and, and continuously. So it's offensive. It's a very bad uh, offensive behavior to um, everyone else and, to, of, of course, to God. So we need to be careful in this day. We need to repent. We need to repent of our sins, you know, before the Lord. And we need to mean what we say and say what we mean. Because it doesn't matter how we walk on the outer appearance. God judges the heart of every man and every woman. Brothers and sisters, we're going to go to um, the Word of God, which is Acts Acts chapter 3, we're going to read verses 1 through 10, and it reads, Peter and John went up to the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried whom they had laid at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that enter into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms, and Peter fasting, looking, his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold, which he's saying, uh, um, what means he's talking about money. Have I none, but such I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lift him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he was set for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Brothers and sisters, truly, you know, God is looking for a demonstration of his spirit and his power on earth. From us, for, from the true believers, those ones that have given their life to God, we are supposed to be a demonstration in the in the earth as God's testimony. So, brothers and sisters, we need to um, cry out to the Lord. We need to have the baptism, the second baptism, be born again with the evidence speaking in tongue, and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is the power of God, to be able to, to um, see signs, wonders, and miracles in this last day. The healing of the crippled beggar was done by the power of Christ working through his apostles. See, brothers and sisters, back in the um, um, old, and back in the Bible, when God chose these 12 disciples and they walked with God for three years or so, and they became apostles as they, as they were taught by Jesus. Jesus said to his followers concerning those who would believe in him. See, this is the example. This is the receipts that God is looking for. Jesus said to his followers, so why do we sit there until we die? He told us this leper said that we would have to get up, brothers and sisters, because God is respecting a return from our walk with God. It's not enough to say that I am a child of God. You never had any demonstration of God's power because he said it would be so. He said this, that the cripple was done by the power of Christ working through his apostles. Jesus said to his followers concerning those who believe in him. In my name, 
they shall lay hands on the sick. How much do you believe? And they shall recover. The church continued Jesus' healing ministry in obedience to his will. Brothers and sisters, obedience is better than sacrifice. The miracle was accomplished through faith in the name of Jesus Christ and the gifts of healing operating through Peter. Peter was one of the apostles. The Lord said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against them. And so therefore, Peter had a relationship with God and, and Jesus knew of it. Peter stated that he had no silver or gold, but would give the crippled beggar something much more valuable. See, I know, brothers and sisters, there's people that are hungry, people that uh, they need some change day to day. But how much more is it to say, silver and gold I have not, but such I have I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And that's what, that's what the Lord Jesus Christ is expecting from us, his true believers. Why? Because it says it, it, says it in his word. Um, in, in Mark 16, chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. Churches that possess a fair degree of material prosperity should ponder these words of Peter. Many churches today can no longer say, silver and gold have I none, nor do they seem capable of saying, in the name of Jesus, now rise up and walk, brothers and sisters. So that is the true word today of what we're seeing in uh, the earth concerning many of the churches today. The Lord already knew. That's why he's the beginning and the end. He's Alpha and Omega. He knew that it would be this way in the church. Chosen to bless his people with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the condition of repentance, brothers and sisters. God chooses to bless us according to our um, national repentance, turning from sin and unrighteousness, ways of their suffering, corrupt generation and conversation. And brothers and sisters, you know, it's a time, you know, that we need to pursue God. God should not have to come after us and wake us up. We should be pursuing him. You know, yesterday we pursue him every day going after him like we know that we need him and we honor him and we reverence him. Amen. Let's turn to, let's turn to Acts chapter five and verses, um, let's see, verses 15 and 16. Insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them at the beds and, and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. See, Peter, apostle, the Lord had anointed him with power from on high. His shadow, which is the anointing of, comes from the Holy Spirit, greater than him that's in Peter than him that's in the world. So much for is it for us believers today, but it's according to our walk with the Lord and our holiness. You know, without holiness, no man will see the Lord. Therefore, Peter was endowed with power, endued with power to be able to walk by. In the very presence and the shadow of Peter healed people. Brothers and sisters, God is expecting even more of us in this last day because he said greater works will we do because he's going to the Father, Elohim. So therefore, he's expecting more works, more healings, more deliverance from um, lunatics, from demons, from all type of uh, demonic oppression, brothers and sisters. God is, Jesus Christ is respecting a return from uh, his investment and what he placed in each and every one of us. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, everyone, not some, every one of them. Jesus healed them. Why? Because Jesus no respect a person. Brothers and sisters, it behooves us to, to fall down on our knees and cry out to Jesus and get closer to the Lord and ask God to search our hearts. What is it in us that we have not 
uh, received the baptism or the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongue? What is it that we have um, not have the receipts as of yet to be able to say, God, that we are apostolic witness in this hour? We all desire, you know, what I'm saying to um, to serve the Lord because truly nobody wants to go to hell. The Lord says that um, many are called, but few are chosen. See, God's already, he gave us the ability, you know, to call out his name and to serve him. But he said, few are chosen. Why? Because he already knew the hearts of man. Man loves the world more than God, darkness more than light. So brothers and sisters, I just pray in this hour that we be ready when Jesus Christ come back. God bless you in Jesus' name.